Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. An invasive species of spider is making itself comfortable in parts of the southern United States. But don't let the Joro spider give you the creepy crawlies just yet. Between its golden webs and its Tarzan-esque silk-swinging tactics to track down a mate, this arachnid is a fascinating, and as far as we know, harmless addition to the ecosystem. Or, unless you happen to be a stink bug. The Joro spider is native to East Asia. In Japan and South Korea, its common names translate to things like entangling or binding bride and fortune teller spider, which reflect the beauty and intrigue of this orb weaver. The males are smaller and pretty drab, but the females feature yellow and bluish-green bands across the body, orangish bands on the spanning legs, and a bright red underbelly. This spider can't actually tell your fortune, but she can weave a beautiful basket-shaped web that reflects gold in the sunlight. Along with electronics and bananas, exotic plants and critters like the Joro spider are known to hitchhike on America-bound commodities, especially in shipping containers. Now the Joro exists in 25 counties in Georgia and parts of South Carolina. In some cases, homeowners have hundreds around their homes. They prefer to make their webs high in trees and have been found in forests, urban woods, porch lights, wooden decks, bushes, tall weeds, and even on the vinyl siding of homes. Their ability to adapt to natural habitats and food sources in Georgia and South Carolina has allowed their numbers to swell. However, it's only a matter of time before predators catch up with the new resident. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Paul Gillibo, a professor of entomology at the University of Georgia. He said, I think the spiders have spread so quickly here because predators, parasites, and diseases have not caught up with them yet. If there is a new large food resource, like the booming spider population, something will ultimately take advantage. So, in other words, it's just a matter of time before birds or parasitic wasps figure out there's a new meal in town. Joro spiders tend to build webs close to each other, which helps the mating process since males don't make their own webs, a function that's left to the females. To mate, males must pursue females, albeit carefully. They may use a gossamer and float on a breeze from tree to tree until a female is within sight or until they spot a less male-occupied web. It's kind of cute to think of this spider as a little Tarzan swinging from tree to tree to find his Jane, but that's where the romanticism ends. If a male spider isn't careful, he may become dinner instead. Gillibo said, The male will make a little web and deposit sperm there, and then suck up the sperm in structures near the mouth. Then the male tries to find a receptive female. The males are almost always smaller, so it's tricky business to make your move without being eaten. Gillibo says he's seen males around his house wait until a female is busy eating an insect before he approaches, which may be safer. Though the Joro spider was first spotted in Georgia in 2013, it's still too early to understand its big-picture impact on the environment. So far, however, they seem to be thriving on a diet of stink bugs and other flying insects, which is actually appreciated by farmers whose crops can suffer from stink bug infestations. As orb weavers, they will naturally compete with other orb weavers for prey. But since they often weave their webs higher than other spiders, they may be catching different kinds of prey. 
Joro spiders are venomous, like all spiders, but they aren't dangerous to you or your pets and will only bite if they're scared enough to do so. Gillibo said, even if you walk into a Joro web, it will try to escape rather than attack you. If you catch a Joro in your hand, it may bite you out of fear. If I were caught by a giant, I'd probably bite. If you do get bitten, you may be a bit uncomfortable, but it's not as bad as a brown recluse or a black widow. So, what should you do if you see one? You may be tempted to kill it, but instead, try being more curious, Gillibo suggests. He said, have a look at it every couple of days. Show your children. They're fascinating to watch. Toss an insect into the web if you want to see them in action. And don't kill spiders or anything else for no good reason. We're all playing our role in the ecosystem. Today's episode is based on the article, The Invasive Fortune Teller Doro Spider is Getting Cozy in the U.S. on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Allison Troutner. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 